Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we shout our questionable expertise into the yawning void of the internet. I'm Matt Heron. It's me, Jeff. I'm Louisa Heron. I like to keep you guys on your toes. I said I would give you time to figure out what you wanted to talk about, and then I didn't. Yeah. Mm, you got us. We're I already know how this is going to play out. On our I toes. Actually for- I forgot, actually, that you guys were still discussing it, and I just started the show, so... <laughs> no, that's fine. It, the discussion wasn't going anywhere. We're all yeah, going to enter into this, uh, into this, uh, damn it, death pact together. <laughs> the ironic thing is, because you both have the same thing to talk about, I have all the power, because I get to choose which of you I ask what you did this week, unless <laughs> the other one has to fall on their sword. Yeah, <laughs> then the other one has to frantically come up with something to... Yep. <sighs> I mean, you could rob me of my power by falling on your sword and just calling out the other one, but then you're just buying yourself a little extra time. Here's the secret. I, I want to talk about this thing regardless of who starts. <laughs> That's true. I mean, the, the the nice thing is that it means that whichever thing the other one of you comes up with will be quick. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what did you do this week? You have to say a name at the end of that. I said Matt at the beginning of it. Okay, I did not hear you. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, I will start then. I listened... Listen to. No, I watched... Listen, hold on, everyone. Listen, guys. Everyone, (laughs) listen. I'm not drunk, but I got some things to say to you. (laughs) About the government. (laughs) And which religion is secretly in charge. Wink. Can I just say, before I get into my thing from this week, can I just say I am not a person who regularly, or even, like... Right, recently has even been interested in doing drugs of any kind. That's but a very now suspicious that, thing to say. <laughs> but now that marijuana is legal in, in New Jersey, but I can't get any, yeah. I'm very annoyed. I don't even know if I would do it if I could, but the fact that I can't is very frustrating yeah. to me. It's What if you could, though? Why can't you? If, if it magically involves some work, the, there isn't any. If it magically appeared in his home, it would be legal for him to have it and to use it. But it's not yet legal for him to purchase it, and there's nowhere to go to purchase it anyway. Okay. Correct. And like, I want that. I want them to just be like, yeah, now you can grow it in your house if you want, and then that uh, hydroponic garden I got for free for <laughs> with Cole's bucks. They just send me some seeds, and I can just grow weed in there if I want to. The government sends you some seeds? <laughs> yeah, of course. I voted for this, goddammit. <laughs> That's the next stimulus package. Here's $100 and some weed uh, seeds. They put it right in with your marriage certificate to a man. Well, yep, exactly. You're getting weed in gay marriage from the government. <laughs> if you yep. can find the man you're married to, you get that weed. <laughs> oh, man. This is the remake of uh, Rat Race that we've all been waiting for. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which itself was already a remake of It's a Mad, 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 Mad World, kind of. Yes, apparently. I've never seen any of those movies, yeah, so I don't know. But oh, Rat Race is one of the boring. It's one of the three turn-of-the-century movies that contains the uh, Smash Mouth song All-Star, and in fact mm-hmm. ends at a Smash Mouth concert. <laughs> Doesn't it also have Rowan Atkinson with crazy veneers? Uh, it does have Rowan Atkinson. I don't know about Crazy Veneers. I can't. Kenny Jr., maybe? I can't remember that Rowan Atkinson was the main bad guy in the Scooby Doo live action movie. Yeah, that ruled. 
Yeah, that seems about right. So bizarre. <laughs> and he pretended also, to be I Scrappy still, Doo. I love that. I can't. I can't get over the f- the time that Jeff on the show told us that uh, the Scooby Doo live action was originally supposed to be rated R and was supposed to be like <laughs> super sexual and upsetting <laughs> because it is still very sexual and pretty upsetting. <laughs> Yeah, there's still, like, a lot of sexual innuendo-type jokes, even though they CGI'd out all of the <laughs> cleavage. Yep. <laughs> Just like Superman's mustache. And speaking of Superman- So that people wouldn't get turned on by it? <laughs> yep. I mean, why else would you CGI out that mustache? Yeah, exactly. He's so much more handsome with that mustache, It's a good guys. look, that mustache. It Ugh. is a good look. Ugh. Anyway. Yes. Um, speaking of Superman, this week I watched all of the, uh, I think it was originally made for stars, but is now on HBO Max streaming, the series Doom Patrol. It's a DC Universe original when that was still a going app. Is this a cartoon or a live action one? It is a live action show starring, um, Timothy Dalton. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brendan Fraser. Hmm. Um, who else is in it that's famous? Alan Tudyk. Oh, Alan Tudyk is in the first season. Yes, I forgot. Uh, Alan Tudyk is so good. Anyway, uh, it is based on a comic, which Jeff might know this better than I do, but as far as I can tell, the idea behind the comic was Alan Moore. Did he create it? Uh, no, Alan Moore had has never written uh, uh, Doom Patrol, as far as I know. Who? Oh, I'm thinking of Grant Morrison. Was Grant Morrison the guy who created it? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, not created. I- it was, uh, they revived it in the 80s. Okay, well, anyway, I believe that this comic was created to be an answer to the the X-Men, because the, the original X-Men concept was, these people have these incredible powers, but they're shunned by society, because society sees them as monsters, <laughs> but then all of the X-Men's powers are like, yes, I can fly and I'm gorgeous and everyone wants to have sex with me all the time and nothing is wrong with my life. Mm-hmm. And so they just whine all the time, but they don't really have any problems. <laughs> and that's not great. Yeah. And so Doom Doom Patrol is about a mansion run by a professor in a wheelchair. Uh, <laughs> and there's a bunch of people who live there who have superpowers, but their superpowers genuinely turn them into extremely dangerous monsters. Um, and so they're not really superheroes as much as they are, like, people who have suffered horrific trauma and are kind of living in hospice care. Hmm, okay. Um, and it's, it's very interesting, so... The, so there's no the, Superman in this, is there? There is no Superman, okay. although they reference Superman sometimes because it's in the same universe, but he does not show up. Okay. Uh, Cyborg is there, though. Cyborg is a friend of the family. <sighs> Which is so strange, mm. because you already have a robot man whose name is Robot Man. Why do you have another <laughs> one whose name is Cyborg? They actually go into that quite a bit in the show, and it's actually a very interesting storyline about how Cyborg and, uh... Robot Man are like they both the both Timothy Dalton and Cyborg's dad work together to create both of them and <laughs> Robot Man's like then how come I'm so shitty? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. So, uh, is this the same Cyborg as from the movies? Is this like a tie-in? No, it's from it the TV the, show Titans, right? 
Yes, it is the same character, but not the same oh, okay. actor. Okay, is it is it meant it to is, be the same actor? Like, no, it, are this they this to go together. Okay, this okay, show no takes place within the Arrowverse. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, and so it is all tied into all of the characters from like the Flash and Supergirl and all the TV stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's which I a- guess does have like a parallel dimension relationship to the movies, but mm-hmm. that's it. There's a brief shot during the Crisis on Infinite Earths in the Flash where they show all of the like streaming only shows. Like, oh yeah, just between seasons, the Doom Patrol is also doing this, and so is the Teen <laughs> Titans. But we're not going to yeah. show you any of that. Just look at the Flash. Yep. Pretty good. Um, so anyway, it's it's a very good show. Surprisingly, there, it, it does descend into some puerile humor sometimes, which I'm not a huge fan of. Um, but a lot of it is just about these people sort of being very sad <laughs> and having to like bring cheer themselves up enough to do superhero things. This is your um, favorite thing, where superheroes have to try to be regular people. Exactly! Oh, I love <laughs> it so much. Uh, yeah. the Most of the characters are, like, one of the main characters is a guy named Negative Man, uh, who was a test pilot in the 50s, and I think is supposed to be kind of playing off of the Green Lantern, uh, because he was in an accident, and he was saved by an alien force, but instead of becoming a super cop with magic powers, uh, he becomes hopelessly irradiated and can't be in the same room with anyone without killing them. Oh, geez. Uh, and it's very sad, and also he is he was a closeted gay man in the 50s, and he's still recovering from having to hide who he is his whole life, uh, and he dresses like the Invisible Man with like bandages all over his body to contain his radiation. Mm, uh, I don't think like bandages great. contain radiation. They're, They're magic. special bandages, oh, okay. Louisa. Come on. Oh. Get with the program. <laughs> yeah. Uh I uh I I think that the Doom Patrol is um like it's very fun the way they've differentiated it from X-Men. Um yeah. I, I checked. I knew they were created close in time. It was uh Doom Patrol premiered in June of sixty three and the X-Men was in September of sixty three. So it's definitely mm. a case of like uh parallel creation like they just yes. two different people came up with the same idea at the same time and expressed it in nearly the exact same mm. way but i know but definitely then, six that since then the doom patrol has been sort of crafted as a as a like counterpart to like yeah those handsome guys in the leather suits here's what would actually happen <laughs> yes and i think that especially when uh i, I almost said grant morrison again Alan wait more Alan Moore, yes, thank you. Uh, when Alan Moore took the reins, he definitely took it in some fucking weird direction. You did mean Grant Morrison that time. I though. did mean Grant Morrison. <laughs> fuck, why do I always fuck those guys up? Anyway. Uh, those um, have a great big bushy beard. Yeah. yeah, but I can't remember which one. Alan Moore has, Alan Moore is the wizard with a bushy beard who wrote Watchmen and hates comic books. Grant Morrison is the, um, like, genderless, bald, uh, psychonaut. Who's always on drugs? I I think that Grant Morrison did a good job of sort of making it so weird that it didn't feel like it was derivative of the X Men at all anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get into a lot of that stuff in the show. So, like for instance, one of the main characters in the series is a uh, living sentient street named Danny. Oh yeah, Danny the Street's huh. great. It's yeah. very clear that Morrison was sort of exploring uh, their like early gender doubts with that because it's uh. It's a gender queer street that yeah. <laughs> travels through time and space, collecting all of the people who don't feel like they fit in, and just letting them live on them. Uh, currently, Danny is 
ambulance? I believe at one point in the comics, Danny was an entire planet, but I don't know. <laughs> I I love weird, like, I, I think that comic books should be as weird as possible, and I'm glad yes. that the Doom Patrol TV show has included things like Danny the Street and Flex Mentallo, perhaps the weirdest yes. things in Fucking comics. Flex Mentallo is amazing <laughs> on this show. Flex Mentallo is a character that they run into that, is in the universe of Doom Patrol, he is a character from a comic book from the 50s who is just a cereal mascot who is like, if you eat your cereal right, then you will gain superpowers and muscles like me. Hmm. So he Weird. he's like a circus strongman who wears like a leopard skin Oh, like cloth. we love to talk about so much. Yeah. He, <clears throat> got, yes. he got uh, I should say, he got DC Comics extremely sued by the Charles Atlas estate. <laughs> yes. Uh, but they find him and they free him from prison and he has the ability to rewrite reality when he flexes his muscles in the right way. <laughs> it's so good. It's so bizarre. And like, like Jeff said, I feel like adaptations of comic books have tried to be marketable for the most part to like normal people and this show just does not try to do that at all <laughs> you watch it and it is so fucking bizarre uh and it's just like dadaist superhero show and it's great <laughs> Yeah, I watched the first episode, and I know that I uh, should finish it, but I'm so bad at watching TV shows, but now maybe that I have two weeks before another Disney Plus show premieres, I can get with the program. Yeah, I, I genuinely think that Doom Patrol, especially season one, season two is is good, but gets a little more into the character stuff. Um, but season one does all of the things that I think WandaVision was trying to do, but without being anywhere near as predictable as WandaVision was. <clears throat> like, uh, everyone kind of figured out the, the twist with Von WandaVision, you know, a couple episodes before it happened, whereas, like... Doom Patrol, every single episode, something happens at the end, and you're like, wait, what? What the fuck? How? How is this going to change everything? Because every episode, it changes everything. Yeah, I oh, think so I, I saw the preview for the second episode after I finished the first, and it was called, like, Goat Patrol, and the Doom Patrol becomes goats in it, or something? They don't become goats, but one of them does travel into a donkey that contains an entire city. Cool. I love that. <laughs> yeah, the second episode is called Donkey Patrol, actually, I think. <laughs> because they go into a donkey. Stupid. <laughs> it is, like... I mean, I, I do think that there are some parts of it that are maybe not for everyone. I'm not sure how... One of the characters in it is a character created by Grant Morrison named Crazy Jane, uh, and her superpower is that she has multiple personality disorder. Oh, no. Yeah, and that's probably not great. Although, I do think they do a better job of tr of treating multiple personality disorder than I've seen in a lot of other superhero stuff. Like, it's not as bad as, like, Split or whatever. <laughs> um, oh, like Two-Face. The, they do a lot. Two-Face rules. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> But they do a lot of talking about how, like, all of her different personalities serve a purpose emotionally, mm -hmm. um, and, like, it's not just about her being, like, all of these different people. They they all are there because she can't- she doesn't know how to emotionally handle situations and stuff. So, like, at least they are- Yeah. 
they are paying lip service to the fact that it's a real disease and not just some uh, a plot device, which yeah. I appreciate. I only know about that sort of thing from United States of Terra, but I know they worked with doctors and people who have multiple personalities, and they came to kind of the same conclusion, that it was like the different personalities help you in different uh, emotional situations. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that I mean, I think that the fact that that character in the comics is called Crazy Jane is not great. They never call her that on the show. Her name is just Jane. Uh, and I think that they actually, it's a shame because the actress who plays her is not quite good enough to do multiple personalities <laughs> in the way that you want. Like, she's fairly good, and if she was just playing one character, she would be great. But the fact that she's trying to transform into all of these different characters all the time, like, you see a sameness to them where you're like, I can't even tell if she's just, if she's just supposed to be volatile or if she's actually changing between people. Mm. Does, do her personalities have different uh, superpowers, or have they removed yes. that? Okay. No, yeah, that would have been a weird thing her, to take out. <laughs> every one of her personalities have different superpowers and different, like, hair and tattoos and stuff. Oh, cool. Um, so that you can see that she has changed. Uh, but the fact that they need to do that evinces the fact that this <laughs> girl was not quite a good enough actress to pull it off. Yeah, you know, I, again, speaking of United States of Terra, it starred, um, oh, what's her name? She's so good. She's Australian. Yeah. Shit. I can never uh, remember her name. Tony Collette? Yes. yes so thank you. Tony Collette is Australian? Mom. Jesus. Yeah, but she's <laughs> so good at acting that with her, when the character's eyes sort of get like blank and then you see her about to talk again, you can tell who she's going to be just right. from the expression on her face. And and let me get this straight. I think that's incredibly difficult. Yeah. And the fact that anyone can do that <laughs> is amazing. And this actress in this show is a very good actress. She's just not quite that good. Uh, yeah, and like that is unfortunate. Tony Collette is a once in a generation talent. So yes. the fact yes. that like she could pull it off in the one show that we like where that happened and then like the only other person who pulled it off was james mcavoy doing a bad cartoon version of it <laughs> yes uh, I, uh so sorry no i was just gonna say i think giving i think the personalities having different superpowers and like appearances gives it like a supernatural twist enough that it's a less less offensive but her that name crazy jane is not great still yeah. Yeah, it's not a good name. I'm glad that they aren't using it at all. And, like, they do a pretty good job of respecting, like, I think that the easy way out of this character slash the lazy thing to do would be to have it be a thing where she's like, okay, now I'm fighting this villain, I need fire powers, it's time for me to change to the person I have that has fire powers. Uh, but it never works that way, it's always, like, her kind of in a dialogue with herself about, like, okay guys, I'm pretty scared, like... <laughs> I need the, I need help from one of the other ones of you and stuff like that. So, you know, it, it's good. And the fact that they have the character be very, offen very, very defensive and like uh, purposefully off-putting because she doesn't trust people because of her mm -hmm. uh, mental illness, I think is like actually pretty good. So anyway, I highly recommend watching Doom Patrol to anyone who likes any kind of uh, supernatural TV stuff. 
Uh, it's extremely good, and it's nice to see Brendan Fraser getting work. <laughs> yeah, he deserves it. Yeah, that's good. Is he a superhero guy? <laughs> he plays Robot Man. Oh, okay. Uh, he's a he's a like douchebag race car driver whose uh, body gets exploded, so he has to get put into a robot suit. They should have put him yeah. into a race car, am I right? Yeah, that would have well, been cool. Turbo Teen, <laughs> starring Brendan Fraser. <laughs> I just watched an episode where Timothy Dalton offers to turn him into a giant spider mech instead. Whoa, cool. <laughs> it's very funny. Did he say no? He did say ah, no. Boo. <laughs> oh, boy. He, he's seen Wild Wild West. He knows how that goes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he doesn't um, want to have to fight Superman in the Antarctic. <laughs> yep. That's why that spider mech is there. We all know that, right? I think it's very funny that... Um, uh, Brendan Fraser got cast as Robot Man, the one character who can have a different actor on set playing them all the time. <laughs> so Brendan Fraser just has to do voiceover, pretty much. That's that's probably good for him. I wonder if he is ever in that costume, though. He is not. I looked it up. Oh, damn. Uh, apparently the actor who plays the body of Robot Man is, like, a very talented, uh, sort of physical performer, uh, mm-hmm. who does a very good job of, of moving in a way that you would expect a robot to move. Hmm. I, um, <clears throat> I really liked when I learned that in season two, Pedro Pascal was gonna be in the Mandalorian costume way more than he was in season one, but I don't know that it makes the difference, like, <laughs> makes the watching experience any different. I just, for yeah. some reason, liked knowing that. I actually prefer knowing the fact that Brendan Fraser isn't there on set, <laughs> and he is just doing voiceover. For some reason, I like that more. I also feel like, because his whole character is that he's like, well, now that I'm just a brain in a robot body, I can't feel anything or directly interact with the world in any way. Just like if you were doing voiceover after the physical filming was already done. <laughs> Gives him more time to take care of his horses. Yeah. It makes me nervous, that backstory, because uh, we know that he got so severely injured doing stunts in the high, the highest point of his career that he had to have, like, knee reconstructive surgery and something else. Like, uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I genuinely think he brings some of that to the performance. Like, yeah. he does a good job. When you see him in flashbacks as the douchebag race car driver, he does a good job of being a person who is self-destructive because of, like, dealing with... Uh, the the demands of his career, and then as a result of his injury, realizes that he needs to take more time for himself. Mm. It's good. It's it's a real it's a really emotional journey you go through with him. Well, and cool. also, I like the fact that all the characters in Doom Patrol are just Frankenstein, the Blob, the Invisible Man. <laughs> like they are all just the Universal monsters, which is great. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, uh, Louisa, what did you do this week? Uh, this week, <laughs> I watched new movie that is now out in theaters and on HBO Max, which is where I saw it. And that movie is Mortal Kombat. Test your might. a little bit of that... Finish him! They do incorporate a little bit of that music into Flawless victory! Which is nice. And they do say some of those lines in the movie, which is funny every time. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, like when the nicest man on Earth cuts someone fully in half and then says fatality in a mocking yeah. tone, I'm like, excuse me? Where did that guy <laughs> yeah. who was really nice and, like, stoic Why go? is Mr. Rogers in this movie? <laughs> and why did he just cut a woman in half with his hat? <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> 
But that's the thing that shocked me about it. And it shouldn't have. Like, immediately I realized it shouldn't have, but it was shocking. That when I started watching the movie, I realized it was a not very good uh, sci-fi action type of movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, I had just seen The Scorpion King. I'm like, I get it. Like, extremely obvious tropes and, like, the one-liners you see coming a mile away. I understand how this is going to go. But then, because it's Mortal Kombat, there are some very gruesome deaths to be, like, mm-hmm. cartoonishly gruesome. But it's not a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's people in CGI. And it was just quite shocking that <laughs> those moments were in the movie. But, of course, Mortal Kombat, they would be, wouldn't they? Uh, yes, they. I mean, otherwise it's not even a Mortal Kombat <laughs> movie, I don't think. I yes. extremely enjoyed the parts that were uh, gruesomely violent and found all of the parts <laughs> where people were standing around talking about Outworld and Earthrealm very boring. <laughs> now, I've never played the games. I knew about them, of course, when they were popular, you know, cultural osmosis. I never saw the other movie or movies not even sure it was 1995 uh, there are two the, uh, mortal kombat and mortal kombat annihilation both directed mm. by well the first one was directed by paul ws anderson who you may know as uh mia Jov- mia jovovich's husband mila mia i don't know i don't know he did uh, fifth element right yeah mm. was that the one that had was that the one that had the guy from um uh, Highlander as yes. Raiden. <laughs> yes, Christopher Lambert oh. as Raiden. He didn't do yes. Fifth Element. He directed uh, all of the Resident Evil movies and Monster Hunter. Hmm. Yeah, this movie was um, a bit surprising in that there are attractive and fairly charismatic lead people that I've fucking never seen before in my life. <laughs> but I looked it up, and the main uh, guy is a English actor, and then the main woman that you meet is actually Australian. So that's why these are people in their 30s, but you've never seen them in anything. Yeah, because they're just in, like, uh, like sitcoms in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, of course, the main guy plays Noob Cybot, <laughs> and the girl plays Princess Jade. <laughs> you I'm s- trying to think. You say guy- that. <laughs> Noob Saibot is in this. The main guy. Noob Saibot is in this movie? Wait. I don't know. I'm sorry, Louisa. I know you want to say something, but I need to understand this. I don't know what that means because I I didn't hear that name in the movie. What's Jeff saying? Uh, Noob Saibot is the new identity taken on by B Han after he uh, is killed as Sub Zero. Okay. Uh, And B Han is in the movie as Sub Zero. Yes. And as okay, behind, but, <laughs> but not as Noob Cyber. Not yet, but boy, if they get to make a sequel, they're just going to keep <laughs> oh, putting yeah. more guys in it. <laughs> this movie, without explicitly putting on the screen, it this is a movie that ends with the end question mark. It is absolutely <laughs> trying to set itself up for a sequel. But the question mark is like a trail of blood with a <laughs> severed head as the dot at the bottom. The, the question mark is a slow pan over to a movie poster that says Johnny Cage on it, but well, it cleverly doesn't it show his ru- face. Ruin it for people. You're really Jeff spoiling, like, everything about this movie. There, yeah. there is nothing about this movie that could possibly come as a surprise to you if you know the movie's name is Mortal Kombat. Well, I am <laughs> glad that I got to see it before anyone spoiled that for me, because I appreciated seeing it, but I didn't expect it, because I don't know who Johnny Cage is. Mm. He's the main character of Mortal Kombat. He's the only yeah, no, one who's no, not in the movie. Up. I looked him up. Uh, point is, it's good if you don't expect much, and I didn't, <laughs> so it's good in that way, and then people just fight a lot, so you get to see that. They shoot fireballs and stuff, just like I you do want. like a well-choreographed fight scene. This has a couple of those. Some of them, yeah, I was surprised some of them are quite slow, 
And so I, watching an action movie and fully buying into it, I'm like, hmm, that's not very impressive. <laughs> Which is weird <laughs> for me to think during a fight scene. There were some mm. moments like that. You were like, I could have taken this guy. <laughs> oh, the thing I wanted to say earlier was that the main character is named Cole Young. And he's kind of a blank slate. And then we find out, you know, he, of course, he's a chosen one for blah, 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 whatever reason. But is he from the games? Because he's a bit boring. He is not. He is the original character that, for some reason, they put in the movie instead of just being like, we cast an Asian man as Johnny Cage, and he'll be the main character. <laughs> you wouldn't cast an Asian man as Johnny Cage. You would cast him as, um... Liu Kang, surely. Well, well Liu Kang is there. Kung Lao is there. Scorpion and Sub-Zero, all our friends are Liu- there. Many Asian-American <laughs> and Asian actors. Yes. Liu Kang was the main character of the old movie, right? He was the chosen one in that? I think so. Um, yeah. This one seems to be trying to more closely adapt the uh, video game as fu- like as much as you could possibly do that. <laughs> By adding a new character that's never been in the video games, <laughs> I think I I read a, interviews about it, and it seemed like what they wanted to avoid doing was the white savior thing, because uh, canonically Johnny Cage is the one who like shows up and defeats Shang Tsung and like rescues everyone. So they were like, mm, we're gonna replace him with a new original character who's not that. <laughs> and it was is he um... not a white savior? Is he a m- person of color? Yeah. Yes. Oh. He's okay. uh he he is English but his uh, uh heritage is Asian. I don't know uh, where. He's Chinese from. British. Louis oh, Tom. Um but uh yeah, what was I going to say? Ooh. No, it's gone. <laughs> uh, Matt, you remem- may remember him as Shatterstar in Deadpool 2. Uh, I vaguely remember seeing <laughs> that movie. Yes. <laughs> he was one of the X-Force guys. Mm. Um yeah, I does he have magic powers? I mean, like, Ooh, this guy looks so boring. Powers. That's something I liked, because I don't know what powers the fighters had in the game. So, mm-hmm. of course, it's set up that they all expect that they will be able to unlock these magic powers. And I'm like, hooray, let's see what insane things each person will be able to do. And it's true. Yeah. None of it makes any sense. I love that. Yeah, that is great. <laughs> I... I have had, I have a friend who works as a games journalist and he is like, at one point he was a uh, professional-ish, semi-professional, like, fighting games person. Uh, uh, he did like played them or yeah made played them, them. Okay. yeah like like okay. Street Fighter two tournaments and stuff sweet um and he once tried to explain to me why actually the best fighting games are the ones where no one has superpowers and it's just punching <laughs> and that seems wrong yeah no those right? are boring yeah you want to see a dragon made of fire do something to a yeah. guy <laughs> I absolutely want the one where if I'm standing near a pointy statue and hit the R button I will shove that statue through uh, RoboCop's face. <laughs> Other than RoboCop, those are all things a normal person could do. <laughs> right, there aren't but, any superpowers involved in what you just said. But the enemy will survive uh, to continue to fight and only lose maybe like a sixteenth of his health bar. <laughs> That's Again, something that was um, hard for me in this movie. Um, because of the way they want to set up the characters and use them again, and because it's a fighting game and it's mortal combat, there are several times where... Uh, fighter seems to kill another one, but you're kind of supposed to know whether or not that other person's actually going to survive that killing or not, but sometimes they don't. Oh, really? People actually die in it? Yeah. A couple of them, maybe, but also at the end it's implied that maybe they could come back. Here's... It's difficult to understand. The issue with Mortal Kombat is I think it's the only video game where all of the gameplay is (laughs) (laughs) non-canonical. 
I know that I know that sounds crazy, but when you play through the story mode of, for example, Mortal Kombat 9 or Mortal Kombat 11, the two that I have played the most of, you do the fights like normal and where you're like putting your ice spikes through someone's eye and sometimes it shows an x-ray where their heart explodes. But like then after the fight, you're like, hey, good job, my friend that I was fighting just for practice. And none of the people have like super healing powers is just like we have to pretend that the fight was normal instead of Mortal Kombat. They, yeah, they tend they to do that in the movie, I think, too. They addressed that in the first movie by saying that they were fighting on a magic island where no one could die. They don't do that for this one. They do have a magic hmm. fighting space, but yeah, it's not implied or <laughs> stated that uh, you're not going to get hurt. And sometimes people get hurt, but sometimes they don't get hurt that bad, and then like a guy gets stabbed directly into his shoulder with a knife that goes in like eight inches, but then he's able to use that arm just fine, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, wait, was that, is that arm a robot arm? No. And it's Jax. <laughs> oh my god. That was god. pretty good. Jax's superpower is the funniest one. <laughs> yes. Uh, I felt weird seeing him because the actor is Makad Brooks, who was on, I know him from True Blood, but he was also Jimmy Olsen on Supergirl. Yeah. So he got extremely beefy for this role, and it's just very weird seeing an actor, like, their body looks totally different than it did last time you saw them. <laughs> if you know <laughs> if you know Jax from the video games, you know he's a man whose arms are robot arms. And so you see Makad Brooks, and you're like, ooh, he's so beefy with his big arms, I bet they're gonna yeah. CGI those robot arms right over it. Then when he gets robot arms, they're like wimpy little sticks, and it's really oh, weird. No. Well, that changes, man. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, in like the last ten seconds of the movie. <laughs> yes, but it is good. Um, yeah, uh, some characters. He was already pretty beefy as Jimmy Olsen on Supergirl. I will say that. Yeah. Like, he is a, already a pretty big man. I guess so. He wasn't on True Blood. He was uh, like muscular, but like lean muscular. I don't know. Whatever. He can do whatever he wants. Um, wait, wait, wait! I'm just now realizing. Wasn't he? Wasn't he the like sex toy of um, Terry? Oh wait, no, it wasn't Terry Farrell or what? Terry Hatcher. Rather, sorry, I was I was trying to remember who because on True Blood mm-hmm. he was like the the servant of uh, a, a goddess of some kind, and I was thinking it was played by Terry Fa- Terry Hatcher, aka Lois Lane, mm-hmm. but it was actually played by that woman who was. Uh, well, on Star Trek The Next Generation. This is the one. <laughs> yes, it's not. Huh. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, he played a great character on that show, but then he got killed and I was disappointed, so. Yeah. He went on to be Jimmy Olsen. Good for him. And now he's this guy, so even better. Yeah. Yes. For his future. He's got, he's got a great potential. face for acting. Yes, he does. Um, oh, uh, uh something else that was weird to me. <laughs> is that we see Scorpion. Um, He's played by actor Hiroyuki Sonata, who I really like. He's been in a bunch of stuff. He was on Lost. He was on uh, Westworld. Um, He speaks in Japanese a lot. His character is supposed to be Japanese. The man himself is Japanese. But sometimes he's speaking to people who only speak English, but they can understand him. Mm, Like Chewbacca. That just threw me off a lot. I... Think the funniest goddamn thing in the world is in like the very early part of the movie where Bihan and Hanzo Hasashi are talking at each other. And I mean at each other because Hanzo Hasashi <laughs> speaks Japanese and not yes. Chinese, whereas Bihan speaks both languages but only speaks at uh, 
speaks Chinese at Hanzo Hasashi for some reason. And the character yes. explicitly goes like, well, I don't know what you're saying, but it's time for us to fight now. Yes, I like that very much because it says underneath, it translates what Bihan is saying, but then underneath that it says whether he's speaking in Japanese or Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> because he does speak in Japanese a little bit. So, very good and confusing. Oh, love it. <laughs> uh, that should be the quote on the movie poster. Very good and confusing, Louisa Heron. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Jeff, what did you do this week? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> we can I talk f- more, more about Mortal Kombat if you have anything else to say. So about it. I watched this new movie that came to HBO Max in theaters <laughs> on April 23rd called, yeah, called Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Test your, your might. Move. Is that that game? Nope. <laughs> That's the <laughs> Perfect. Oh. oh no, the podcast has hit a loop. <laughs> I love, in that movie, I love the moment when Scorpion says, get over here, and you're like, yay, this is yes, the most did it. I'll throw your popcorn in the theater. <laughs> I, I, also, I, watched, I watched a movie last night, an old horror movie called Insidious. Have you guys heard of or seen this movie? Is that the one with Patrick Wilson in it where a child is. is evil? Yes. Um, there's a moment where they bring in an old lady who's a, like an, a psychic exorcist or whatever. Oh, right. And she says, and she says like, oh yes, the spirits from the, the far beyond or whatever are coming and the way that they will attack you is so insidious. And me and Jen were like, yeah! <laughs> yeah. You, Leonardo DiCaprio pointed at the TV. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a moment in Mortal Kombat where um, they're gathering clues for the evidence wall, and there's a photo of graffiti that says Mortal Kombat on it, and mm. the other guy's like, this is dumb, this this is even spelled right. And I'm like, oh, movie, you can't say that. You don't get to say that. <laughs> no, that's great. Uh, I like uh. how Mortal Kombat the series goes out of its way to spell C words with a K, like the character Cabal. Uh, uh, and of course, the C word. Katana, yeah, the C word. Um, (laughs) But then one of the main characters is named Johnny Cage, just spelled with a C still. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Lazy. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I, um, uh, I've been eating a lot of jelly beans. That's been my week. (laughs) What kind of jelly beans? Uh, Were these uh, discount jelly beans after Easter? Absolutely, they were. I've got, uh, let's see, right here. They are the Nerds branded Big Chewy Nerds Jelly Beans. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, the the candy coating on those are so good. I prefer. I'm mad that because I live in suburbia, I guess every store starts to discount their candy before the holiday. So by the time the holiday is over, you can literally not find one single piece left. They've switched over to the next season. Correct. Ugh! Uh, Even before the holiday's over, yeah. The the like Friday before Easter, Jen was like, "Oh, you're going out to Target? See if they had those Robin's eggs. I love those." Mm-hmm. And they didn't. They, the whole Easter section was already cleared out two yeah. days before Easter. I hate it. Uh, I also but Jeff, you had better luck. Yeah, that's true. I also got Swedish fish jelly beans. Ooh, nice. Uh, and a are they all a red flavor? Uh, they all taste like Swedish fish. Mm. Um, they say that's lingonberry, but it's probably not. You know what's good? Those um, those Starburst jelly beans. Those things are great. Mm. Mm. Yes. Uh, and I got a white chocolate rabbit full of fruity pebbles. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that thing looked uh, challenging. <laughs> it was a challenge. I did eat the entire thing for breakfast today. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> 
I mean, it does have oh. breakfast cereal in it, Louisa. Yeah. It's basically... <laughs> It was it's like exactly one of those food. bars that are stuck together with uh, frosting. Yeah. Say is milk. <laughs> exactly. It's cereal uh, and milk. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Shall we get into this uh, wiki how? Yes, please. Oh, I thought Jeff had more to say about candy. No? Uh, no, those were the, the three candies I got. I Well, I will say <laughs> the nerds jelly beans, I prefer the non-jelly bean version, which is just called Big Chewy Nerds, but uh, yeah, those are, those those are much more rare. Yes. Um... I do not eat breakfast before we record this to prevent stomach sounds from coming through on my audio. <laughs> You're welcome, listeners. Um, Coward. But the, the fact that I am a little bit hungry and then thinking about Jeff eating an entire white chocolate <laughs> rabbit full of fruity pebbles legitimately made me nauseous. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, let us go to the wikiHow. Uh, what we do on this show is we put in a random word into the suggested articles part of the WikiHow website, uh, and then we a- try to answer some of those questions for you so that uh, you don't have to read articles on WikiHow, which no one should ever do. Exactly. And today, our random word is mother, which is appropriate because next week is Mother's Day. So if you're hearing this, get something for your mother for next week. Wow, that's very good timing. Yes. Wait, is it next week or the week after? Well, it's the week after, but it's fine. Yeah, the 8th, the 9th, yes, the 9th. The 9th of May is Mother's Day. You know, that famous rhyme. (laughs) That's how you always know what day it is every single year. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's always the same day every year. (laughs) Yep. Anyway. Uh, I was surprised how many of these are the word motherboard. Most of them, I would say. Yes, agreed. Um, yeah. I don't know anything about motherboards. I know a lot about motherboards, but a lot of them are, a lot of these questions don't really make sense if you know anything about motherboards. (laughs) How to choose your motherboard? Uh, figure out the stuff you want to put in your computer and then get a motherboard that can fit all that stuff into it. How I met your motherboard. Is that anything? (laughs) No. Mm. (laughs) I mean, it's not bad. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, clean your motherboard. You just get one of those uh, brush nozzles for your vacuum cleaner, right? No, no. Yeah, yeah you no. suck away all the dust and particles That's and the worst uh, idea. Maybe <laughs> bits and bites. Your keyboard. Yeah, you don't want to suck the bits and bites out. That's what do all the computer. Mm, yeah, that's true. It'll run faster if you get rid of the loose bits and bites, I think. Why do you need to clean your motherboard? What did you do to it? It's dusty. How it's do, all dusty and filthy. How to get rid of your mother? Uh, okay, get on a train, <laughs> find a guy who wants to get rid of his wife. Yeah. And There's make one a of deal. you, Danny DeVito. This will help. This will get you most of the Wait, way there. I was doing a Hitchcock thing, not whatever the fuck you're <laughs> Throw doing. Mama from I the train. I thought that's what you were doing too, Matt. <laughs> No, I was doing uh, Strangers on a Train. Well, Throw Off from the Train is based on Strangers on a Train. Well, anyway. Danny DeVito um, is a comedy person, and it's funny to mention his name, and I'm not wrong. What could (laughs) get rid of your mother mean, though? Is the WikiHow asking how to do a murder legitimately? Uh, No, that would... Get rid would be in quotes if it was about murder. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know. Yeah. Uh huh. I uh, I think it just means have her not like show up to your barbecue or something, right? Don't invite her. Yeah. Just well, that won't probably move, won't work though for a lot of mothers. Move to a new address and don't tell her where you live. Yeah. Change your phone number and don't tell her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Or just respond respond with new phone who dis. Yeah. These are Ooh. all great suggestions for our Mother's Day episode. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> this was. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's very funny that this list includes uh, how to play mother, play woman by wolf mother, but not how yeah. to play mother by Danzig. 
<laughs> and the movie mother and the video game mother, nowhere to be found on this list. Well, that's fine. <laughs> I like that movie. And you like that video start, game. How to start a mother's club? Yeah, I can understand that. Maybe it's supposed to be how to start a mother's club, and it's mm. people who are very into moths. Now I am more interested in this. Is this Mothman related? <laughs> how to start mothra's club. <laughs> Uh, I feel like that joke doesn't work if you're not looking at the word mother written down, so I'm sorry to all of our listeners. No, I like it. Like a birder's club, but it's a mother's club. Yeah. <laughs> How to wire a motherboard? What does that mean? Wire? I mean, I guess if you're, like, some wires in there. soldering it yourself instead of just using the plugs that are on it. Yeah, put some vacuum tubes on it, make it go faster. Mm-hmm. You should you should probably just print a new circuit board if you're wiring shit. No, no. Print a circuit board. Listen to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> captain Spaceman over here. It's <laughs> true, I am a captain. <laughs> I had your last name look, as Spaceman. Look at me. Jeff. Jeff, look at me. I can't see you. We're on a audio Look only. at me. Okay. Okay. I'm the cap I'm the captain now. Okay. <laughs> Okay. This is what the song La Bamba is about. Did they use the song La Bamba in the movie Captain Phillips? Wait. Mm, good question. What? Uh, the chorus, because it's a folk song, the chorus for La Bamba is, I'm not a sailor, I'm a captain. I see. <laughs> Yo no soy marinero. Cool. Does La Bamba translate as the bomb? Don't know. No, because it would have an O. Because that song is the bomb. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's not. It's I fine. gotta look up the translation now. Hold on. <laughs> La Bamba. Did you ever see the movie La Bamba? I thought it was okay. But of course it's super depressing because he dies when he's like, uh, 19 or something? Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Google Translate has helpfully said that La Bamba in French translates to the Bamba in English. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Google Translate is very good at saying those things. <laughs> Also, I like when it tricks you, where it'll, you'll put in Bamba, and like, is this, could this be Spanish? And it'll suggest to you, no, I think that's Portuguese. So then you click on Portuguese, and it still won't translate it. Oh, <laughs> wow. Like, no, I give up now. I've translated okay. it from Spanish to English, and La Bamba means La Bamba. Yeah. Apparently, La ba- the Bamba is a kind of dance that was invented by Richie Valens. So I see. That doesn't sound right. I mean, afterwards, yeah. But it was a folk song, right? Uh... The it's a Mexican folk song, uh, and it is a dance. Uh, the phrase La Bamba has no um, direct English translation. Okay. So okay, maybe the dance existed before, but it was popularized by Richie Valens. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, this is not important <laughs> to anyone. <sighs> How to determine your motherboard? Uh, go to your BIOS. Go to your computer's BIO in the playbill. <laughs> <laughs> the part of motherboard tonight will be played yeah. by <laughs> oh. understudy. Oh, Damn, man. <laughs> I was hoping to see the main guy, yeah. uh, Josh Gad. <laughs> He's playing the motherboard. Yeah, in the sequel to the Emoji Movie about computer parts. <laughs> um, was he already in the Emoji Movie? Is he playing two uh, parts? God, Here's probably. The thing. I right? don't know if he was, but in my but heart, he definitely, he definitely was. was. <laughs> Patrick Stewart was in it. Like, why not? Fuck. Yep. And, uh, and everybody needs a little bit of a paycheck sometimes, you know? That's 
how to fry your motherboard. This is real easy. If you have something like beer or something that will bubble and flour, you can make it a easy batter. Okay. Yeah. You might want to just get your oil very hot before you put anything in it. Yeah, that's key. You might want to dip it in some beaten egg before you dip it into the flour to help it stick. See, yeah, I- that's true. Motherboard doesn't have a lot of natural juices. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like to uh, dredge it in flour first to like help create a dry surface. For for the egg to stick to. Now you're talking about double dipped, and I'm into it. Yeah. You got, you got fl- egg and flour, and then beer batter. That's like that will be a crunch experience, my friend. Mm-hmm. I always do flour, <laughs> then egg, then whatever my top coating will be, either breadcrumbs or flour again. Oh, Matt, you yeah, sound so you much can... like Guy Fieri. Oh man, that's the dream. He's taking a visit Listen. to Crunch Town. <laughs> Yeah, listen, if I could somehow leverage this very bad podcast into having a show where I eat food mm-hmm. for a living, ah, oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, it would be. Um, all you have to do is point at a hamburger and say, that's the bomb.com while you're eating it, and someone gives you a million dollars. Yep. <laughs> this is La Bamba, I say, <laughs> winking at the camera. Yeah, you have to come up with your own phrases. <laughs> yep. I'm the captain now. You already got one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's yours. Yep. Um, I don't think that you can do a flour dredge before you do beer batter, Jeff. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to call you out on that. Yeah, that probably makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I keep looking at how to get rid of your mother, trying to figure <laughs> out what that means. Maybe it's like we're uh, we're out for the day and she's really annoying me. How do I ditch her? <laughs> Just run. Here's, here's one I don't understand. How to make a mother plant. Um... What? <laughs> I don't understand what they're plant, asking. Isn't a mother plant what you... Oh, no. It's what you attach cuttings to, right? To, like, grow a new thing? <laughs> I thought it was just when you had the type of plants that bud. You have one that's big and healthy, and then it starts to bud new little plants. But how do you make a mother plant? I don't know. I think a mother plant is when you get a cutting off of, like, an apple tree and you attach it to another kind of tree to make it grow apples. It's called grafting, though. Yeah, but the plant that you graft onto is called the mother plant, I think. don't think that's true. I think mother plant was someone introduced in Mortal Kombat 4, but no one really played that one. Mm-hmm. Hooray! Thank you. It's very good. If he gets any of your blood in his mouth, watch out. How to get your mother-in-law to stop talking. Hey, you have a bad relationship with your family, my friend. No, you might your be mother-in-law's in not your family. New- Come on. You might be living in a newspaper comic strip for the 1950s. Yes. Yeah, you are- <laughs> What is this? That's a sick You are Ray Romano. <laughs> Uh, dumb. Yeah. How to enter mother load cheats? Oh, is this a um? Sorry, I should have said that louder. <laughs> enter mother load cheats is the question. Is that the uh, the cheat from The Sims where you get a bunch of money? Oh yeah, oh, maybe. <clears throat> I can't believe I figured that out. I'm really proud of myself, actually. <laughs> uh, I think you have to hit the tilde key to bring up the console, and then you can just enter the word mother load. Yeah. yeah. You know, I really liked in uh, Zoo Tycoon that if you entered the cheat code Copperlight, it would just turn all the poop in your park that was making people mad into rocks. Gross. <laughs> and then you could sell those rocks. <laughs> Very good. I still, I know we've talked about this on the show before, I still cannot believe that The Sims doesn't just have a button to give you infinite money. Yeah. Like, it's not even a cheat, it's the main thing that people play your game for at this point. I 
do like to sometimes play it for fun. Yeah, now we're just having the exact conversation we had before. Um, <laughs> that's fine. You're wrong, but that's fine. And all of our listeners agree with you, Jeff. So I guess I'm wrong, but I just don't see why you would ever play without infinity. I already have a life and a job. I don't want that. Yeah, well, I don't. So. <laughs> Do you think I can get SimCity on my Switch? Uh, I'm to play that again. I think SimCity is 2000 specifically. Oh, uh, no, that is available on your computer, though, from no. good old games. I think on the Switch you can get Cities Skylines, which is like a Ugh. more modern SimCity. Yeah. But if you Why don't you want to play SimCity 2000 on your computer, Louise? That'd be so easy. Yeah, that's where it was played when you played it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe it would be easy, or maybe it would tell me that I don't have enough whatever I would need on this old computer. It was made 30 years ago, Louisa. You I have know enough that. whatever. But does your computer know that? <laughs> the thing about consoles, and as I've said a million times, and you've agreed, is that, the, that they are designed to just do the one thing, so you don't have to worry about it telling you it's not compatible or any kind of bullshit you couldn't possibly have anticipated. I'm pretty sure, and this is not a joke, I'm pretty sure that you could run SimCity 2000 on your phone. I'm pretty sure that there is a way to download it for your phone. <laughs> yeah, I, oh. I own SimCity 2000 we'll from goodoldgames.com. Yeah. Um, it was probably like $4. Nah, well, probably not. Part of it also is that Louisa has a Mac for some reason, which makes things even less likely to be compatible. Uh, I wonder if it runs through, like, DOSBox or something. Like, is it that old? Almost well, I'm not going to bother yes. with that. This is my point about consoles. <laughs> I just want to be able to get the game and play it. Well, Good Old Games does do a good job of when you get a game on there, they give you all the stuff you need to play it, so you just have to click their interface, and it it does it good. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to, like, know how DOSBox works. It's already if comes you're bundled like, I just configured. I don't know what's going on, I just want to jerk off to Leisure Suit Larry, it will get you there. <laughs> I think you can go to YouTube, probably, and see a walkthrough for that. <laughs> a walkthrough on how to jerk off to Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. If we ever get the random word jerk, you guys. <laughs> uh, any percent no jerk off speedrun of Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> no one's ever done it. No one's ever been able to get through the whole thing without jerking Stupid. off. Stupid. <laughs> we are oh, children. Boy. We are the, the most I immature babies. I was like four when Leisure Suit Larry came out, and I remember people talking about it, and like, I guess, I don't know how it trickled down to the four-year-old community, but everyone assumed that it was the most erotic experience in the whole world. And, and I think right. I played it when I was like in my late 20s, and I was like, this is like Blue's Clues. <laughs> Yeah, it's like um a big Johnson t-shirt level. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even think it has I don't even think any of them have nudity in them. If they do, it's like pixelated like space quest graphic uh, style nudity. You can get like <laughs> mahjong with naked animes on your Nintendo Switch. Like why would you ever want to play Leisure Suit Larry? <laughs> But I think you can get all of the Leisure Suit Larry games in a pack for 99 cents on good old games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It is economical. Yeah. yeah. And, like, listen, I don't want to tell you how to do your things, but, like, you could find something to jerk off to in there. I'm sure you can. <laughs> if you're determined. <laughs> You've got a good imagination. <laughs> I keep trying to change the subject, but all of these are about motherboards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, quick, let's talk about something else. Nope, all the motherboard motherboard. things are too erotic. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Dumb. 
<laughs> you um, suck. Let's stop. I feel like people are very mystified by what a motherboard is. Yeah, agreed. They don't know. It's just the thing yeah. you glue all your computer parts to. It's easy. Yeah, it just connect- it's like the thing that connects all your other parts together. Like some kind of motherboard. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's the board that is the mother for all of your other boards. Why would you want to fry your motherboard? Yeah. I- is it like, I want to know so I don't do it? Maybe to I mean, get it revenge? Must be, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need to I need to make sure no one ever finds out how much laser laser to Larry I had on my computer. I have to fry this motherboard. Uh, the motherboard doesn't even store any memory. That doesn't do anything. Oh, uh, that's their first mistake. Yeah. That's how they get you. Actually though, Louisa, you did answer this when you talked about vacuuming your motherboard earlier. That'll do yeah, it. That'll do it for you. Yeah, just vacuum up all those chips. Yep. No vacuum up all the electricity into it. Suck out all the RAM. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ew. I don't I didn't like how that sounded when I said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to this show. Uh, also, why like did you? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, don't I, let people ask that question, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we talked for most of it about superhero show movies on HBO Max that people could watch, which is, I think, that's useful information. Uh, now, now do you think the fighters in Mortal Kombat are superheroes? Yeah, that's challenging yes. to me. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on. How could they be anything other than superheroes? They are fighters fighting against evil to save the world with superpowers. I would say that they are not particularly heroic. <laughs> that's true. I don't feel Some like they care are. about saving the world as much as they care about fighting good. Some of them are fi- mm. explicitly saving the world. Uh, I mean, I have not seen this version of it, but like canonically, isn't Raiden's whole shit that he's a protector god or whatever? Yeah, he protects mm-hmm. the, he protects the Earth realm from the threats of Outworld. I mean, yeah, I guess he keeps hero. saying he keeps saying he can't get involved though, and he doesn't do very much. Sounds like a hero to me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I really like that part where Scorpion is, like, digging in his garden, and then he pulls the, like, shovel out, and it's very obviously the point of what will later be his signature harpoon. <laughs> oh, yep. So stupid. <laughs> Love it. Um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this show. Uh, if you liked it, please rate and review us on iTunes or whatever podcatcher you use. Uh, I guess iTunes doesn't even do it anymore. It's like Apple Podcasts now or whatever, but whatever. Yeah, no, we uh, call it iTunes, though, forever. I will never stop calling it iTunes. That's fine. Um, tell all your friends to listen to the show. Yeah, call them. They, Get on the conference won't. call. Yeah, they won't listen, and they won't want to, and if they do, they'll be mad at you. But you should tell them anyway, because we want you to. We love you. Now. Yeah. We're the captain yeah. now. It's true. Uh, do, play La Bamba for them on a jukebox standing outside their house until they listen to this podcast. Yeah. Now you might be saying, no, you might, or not a jukebox, a boombox. No, bring a jukebox. <laughs> yeah, Plug it in. Dolly. <laughs> Get an extension cord. And a generator. <laughs> Uh, now, you might be saying, why wouldn't you just play the podcast for them on your boombox outside? No, you have to play La Bamba first. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to set yeah. it up. That's the context that they need. La Bamba is like the primer to understand this show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, okay, so if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter, at HackTheNetPod, or you can join our Discord to talk to us by messaging us on Macedon. I'm on Macedon, at Matt Heron, at Macedon.online. Uh, you can find my Macedon by going to the website. I'm on Macedon, at Louisa, at Macedon.xyz. 
I'm the only one dedicated to eliminating the plugs at the end. <laughs> I'm not really plugging. I'm just saying, if you want to talk to me, here's where I am. I'm not saying, like, mm-hmm. you should follow me on Mastodon. Spoilers, you shouldn't. I've never posted on Mastodon. <laughs> <sighs> All right. This is true. Uh, you should probably follow Louisa. She's the only one that's interesting to follow on Mastodon. Yeah, she's yeah. good at it. Oh, thank you. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. Please come back next week. But in the meantime, guys, we can't keep doing this. We can't keep doing this. Eat your nuts! <laughs> wow, come on. Stop, I wanted this all to be the same stealing. one. <laughs> stop stealing my ones. <laughs> no, I did eat your donuts two weeks ago. That was someone else's. <laughs> <laughs>